You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. I'm Dr. Phil Klein. Today we'll be discussing the effectiveness of a combined approach to both in-office and take-home whitening treatment. Our guest is Dr. Gary Rads, an accomplished KOL who has become one of the most respected educators in the areas of dental materials and technology, specifically relating to aesthetic dentistry. His practice, Cosmetic Dentistry of Colorado, is located in downtown Denver and focuses primarily on cosmetic dentistry. Dr. Rads, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Thank you, Phil. Appreciate you asking me to be on. So to begin, what are the key benefits of providing a combination of in-office and take-home whitening treatment? Yeah, Phil, the big benefit is getting the maximum result. Either one of the treatment modalities on their own will give most people a result. But when you combine the treatment, what we found is your result is better. So, you know, people who are looking for whiter teeth, uh, I don't know if they have an endpoint. You know, I mean, everybody wants whiter teeth. The whiter, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we try to do is give them the best result possible, given the science that we understand at this point. And so what we've seen, and there's literature to support it, um, is if you combine the two modalities together, you will get a better result. Before we get into the details of combining the light uh, in the in-office whitening and so forth, let me ask you this. So I remember it wasn't that long ago there was a whitening craze going on, right? Every dental office in the world had a sign outside saying, you know, we whiten teeth. After that period of time, it kind of died down a little bit, right? That, that whitening rage. Is yeah. the is the um, the era now of selfies, Instagram, and all these different social media tools rejuvenating that whitening craze? Is that is that coming back? Yeah, I would say so. And quite honestly, one of the ongoing effects of COVID isolation um, is Zoom meetings, go to meetings. I have weekly, if not daily, patients coming in worried about cosmetic related issues on their teeth because they're doing this all day on the computer. This is their new life. Mm-hmm. And now you're even closer and people can stare at you at the screen and you don't know. It's not like the conference table back at the office. You know, you can have five, six, 12 pictures up there. Somebody can be staring at you and picking out your defects no, or you're picking them out yourself. That's a good um, point. And- so I think this isolation in this new uh Zoom business world has actually driven more cosmetic demand. I mean, at least I'm seeing it. Yeah, that's a very interesting perspective. I I, I haven't thought of that. So what is the purpose of using a light during in-office whitening, and what are the benefits? Bleaching itself is a chemical reaction. It's the hydrogen peroxide reacting with the teeth to create the color change process. Any chemical reaction is speeded up by using heat or light. So by using an in-office light, you're speeding up the chemical process that's already going on. So the benefit of that is you get through the process faster, but also you're initiating the peak of that process faster. And the bleaching process itself is going a little bit deeper into the tooth. So the light has several beneficial effects, but you know it, it's all basic chemistry taking peroxide and breaking it down faster. Right. So that light actually has therapeutic advantages. It's not only just 
to get the patient out of the chair faster, which has a huge advantage in itself. The patient obviously is going to be happier to be subjected to sitting in the chair less time. You're going to get the job done faster, but you're saying therapeutically you're getting a better result using a light. Depending on which research you read, but a bulk of the research does support that idea, yes. So are most dentists using some kind of light system in conjunction with the whitening treatment that they provide at the office? Yeah, I would say a vast majority do. Um, most of the bleaching in-office bleaching systems that are available uh, commercially for dentists uh, are associated with the use of a light. There are a few companies that make a product that you use without using the light, but those haven't been uh, accepted widely by the dental community. And quite honestly, Phil, patients that come in to get their teeth bleached, they assume that there's a light associated with that process. So not only is it helping in their science behind using it, from a patient perception standpoint, their expectation is, is it there? If it's not there, why are you not using it? The reason for them to be knowledgeable about this, is it word of mouth from their friends that have been getting the treatment or, or is it advertising they've seen? How do they know? Typically, uh, it's gonna be them doing Google research you know, the patients that come to me as new patients looking to bleach their teeth, they've been online, they've Googled, you know, in-office whitening, bleaching, whatever it is. They see the pictures, they watch the short videos. You know, social media, you'll see it, whether it's generated by a general dentist or generated just by the general population. Um, there's an awareness that it's there. So... Sensitivity is, has been an issue with whitening for a long time now. It's considered to be somewhat of a common side effect of the whitening process. So share with our audience how you approach sensitivity with your whitening patients. Right. Uh, sensitivity is certainly a big concern. One of the reasons um, there are a number of dentists that don't do bleaching in their office <clears throat> is because of the sensitivity reputation. There are steps you can take to decrease that. Uh, in our office, we do a number of different things. One, uh, I'll have the patient take anti-inflammatories 24 hours before. Take Advil every four hours for 24 hours before we bleach your teeth. Because of the pain, the sensitivity comes from an inflammatory response. So we get the anti-inflammatories in their system. And then what we do uh, with our in-office bleaching, which is the Zoom system, we use a desensitizer that's included in the kit. And one of the things we've been doing for the last couple of years, it's almost eliminated sensitivity, is when we have a patient in the chair and the teeth are isolated, we put the desensitizer on the back side of the teeth, and then we put the bleaching product on the front side of the teeth. And we do that for all three sessions. And what we found since we started doing that is sensitivity went from maybe 15% were sensitive to down, I couldn't even tell you the last person. So we found that to be really effective. Do you still need the ibuprofen in conjunction with that procedure? I haven't taken that next scientific step. Okay. So, be it'd be interesting to know whether you even need the anti-inflammatories yeah. using, yeah. uh, using that procedure that technique. Um, so you haven't told us too much about the, the take-home professional side. So if you can, right. run us through the process of 
getting a patient in the chair after they've decided they want to get their teeth bleached, um, using the system that you use with the light, you know, run through that process, and then tell us about the uh, the take home professional side. Right. So the process in our office is patient comes in, they we discuss bleaching, they decide they want to do the in office process. We include in that process the take home bleaching. So the steps would be patient comes in, sits in the chair. The first thing we do is we do the impressions to make the trays. We take the impressions, we set them aside. Patients laid back in the chair. Now we do all the isolation and put on the material. Well, I have an assistant who is assigned whose sole responsibility is that patient for the hour, hour and a half of the appointment. She has time to take those impressions, go to the lab, pour them up, come back, do another round of the in-office bleaching, go back to the lab, fabricate the trays, go back to the patient, switch out the solution again, go back to the lab, trim up the trays, mm -hmm. have them ready to deliver. The patient's now done with the third session. As the patient's sitting up and we're going through the post-op instructions, we also walk them through, this is what we're going to have you do at home. Now, we present it to the patient. It's something that's optional, but if you want to get the best result in the, your teeth the whitest, wait two days and then start bleaching at home, and we'll go through the instructions for at-home use. Because we find and we've got literature on it, including something I published five, six years ago, showing that the addition of that take-home bleaching after the in-office bleaching does improve your result. Now, 70, 75% of the result happens in the chair that day. But the next 25% of getting whiter can happen if you use the trays at home. It's an add-on to the procedure to get the maximum result. And how do you find the compliance at home? You think they follow through for the most part? <clears throat> yeah, a vast majority do. Okay. Um, you know, there's a few that they won't, but it, a vast majority because I mean they paid a lot of money to get their teeth whiter you know why not spend the extra time it's just a couple hours a day that take-home part is that provided with the system that you use the bleaching system that we use in the office we use the entire zoom system so the zoom in-office bleaching the zoom take-home bleaching so they're all compatible with one another when you do in-office bleaching the stuff for take-home bleaching is not part of that kit is part of a, a separate kit. But we combine it and we roll the entire price into one. It's a whitening therapy. It's not just a whitening appointment mm -hmm. because there's multiple steps to the therapy. Once you achieve the shade that you're looking for and the treatment is over, um, well, actually, let me step back. So you, you do that treatment that one time. How many times do they have to come back to do the in-office treatment with the light? Does that depend on how stained the teeth are? It does. I would say typically filled 90% of the people, it's one trip. Uh, somebody's teeth that are really dark, really yellow, or really gray. Um, some of those people, we will have them come back. It is a small additional charge uh, because we've got kit and, you know, staff time. <clears throat> uh, but for some of those really discolored people, we'll bring them back. But for uh, vast majority, 80, 90%. It's just that one visit. And the maintenance going forward? 
typically we don't have to whiten again for two, three, four years at a time. It's very dependent on their habits. You know, are they smokers? Um, vapors are terrible. Living in Colorado, I get to experience lots of marijuana smokers. Mm -hmm. They stain their teeth up bad, green tea. So it depends on your dietary habits and it depends on your dental hygiene habits. The cleaner you keep your teeth, the whiter they're gonna stay. Um, the better you are about keeping your recall appointments, we have an opportunity to get rid of stain um, to keep the teeth whiter. And then we always tell the patients those trays that we make them, hold on to them because as long as they still fit, we can do a touch-up bleaching two, three, four years down the road. And the trays that we made them previously, as long as the teeth haven't shifted, uh, we can use those same trays and just give them the take-home bleaching solution um, to do a touch-up. And I have a lot of patients every two years, they want to do a touch-up. And for a week, they'll use the trays and re-bleach. Do you find that patients that are seeking to get their teeth bleached and find you, whether it's word of mouth or however you market your practice, using the system that you're using, for in this case, it's Philips Oral Healthcare, right? Zoom is the product, yeah. is the system you're using. Does that help you build your practice with other services outside mm -hmm. of bleaching? Yeah. So for me, the focus of my practice is cosmetic dentistry. So for me to find that demographic that wants to do veneers or wants to do Invisalign or wants new crowns. Those are people who are aware of the appearance of their teeth. The first step into cosmetic dentistry is people who are interested in the color of their teeth. So I market heavily the bleaching part of what I do, because if you're interested enough to research and then to find me and then to call me and then to come in to talk to me about bleaching, you may be interested now in doing Invisalign and straightening those white teeth, or if the teeth are misshapen, or if I can't get them as white as you want them. You know, that leads me into veneers, or I bleach your teeth and now the old crown on the front tooth doesn't match anymore and it looks yellow. I get to replace that. So it's really the stepping stone. It's the first step into all the other cosmetic procedures that, that we offer. Right. Now, that makes a lot of sense. That's a really good point, uh, Dr. Rads. And you would think that if you're doing some veneers, as thin as they are today, you certainly want to make sure the teeth are bleached before mm -hmm. you put them on, right? Because you don't want to put a veneer on yeah. with, min with minimal tooth reduction using these very thin veneers on a tooth that's heavily discolored, right? Yeah, so that's a very good point, Phil, because I actually ran the numbers this morning knowing we were having this conversation. Of the veneer patients I did this year, 72% of them, we bleached the teeth before we did the veneers. Wow. Wow. Yeah, the audience is going to think that's a setup, like you told me to ask that question, but that actually was not a planned question in this conversation. No, no. I, get, yeah. I, I was talking to my assistant before mm -hmm. I was doing this, and, and uh, it came up in our conversation uh, this morning while we were talking about it. So she just ran the numbers for me. Because it's almost standard part of my treatment plan for doing veneers is bleaching the teeth before because to your point the veneers are so thin you're going to see the color of the natural tooth come through right so why wouldn't you whiten it up exactly and if you explain that to the patient that way saying hey we're going to be conservative with our tooth preparation and make these veneers really thin but keep in mind the thinner they are the more translucent they're going to be so this is what yep. we need to do first and they're going to say okay let's do it 
I mean, yeah. no, no one's going to want to compromise the end result because they're going to say, no, I don't want my teeth whitened. It's an easy conversation. Yeah, it's one of the easier ones, right, in the practice of yeah. dentistry. Um, yeah. So for dentists who have not tried the combination in-office and take-home whitening regimen, how would you suggest they get started? Just build a little bit more time in your in-office bleaching appointment. So build in an extra 15 minutes so that you've got time to take the impressions and so that you have time to explain to the patient what you're doing and why. And then it's training the assistants to be efficient with their time because each session in the in-office bleaching is 15 minutes of the material on the teeth with the light. So it's training the assistants. You've got 15 minutes, take advantage of it, go do your lab work, come back, go do your lab work, come mm -hmm. back, Mm -hmm. finish your lab work, and walk the patient through the post-op instructions. So, so it's just adding a little bit of time. And what, also, Phil, adding, you got to add a fee. There's material cost and there's staff cost, and you need to be compensated for that. So mm -hmm. you need to, I bump my fee up. It's probably 20% to do the whole combination for the whitening therapy itself. Just in closing, what's the chair time look like from beginning to end from the time they start the treatment using the, the Zoom system? We schedule an hour and a half. Sometimes we get done a little bit early. Sometimes you have a talkative patient. It might take a little bit longer, but we schedule and book for uh, an hour and a half and, and we're done. We never run over. Well, Dr. Rads, that's been very, very helpful. Um, for those of you who want to learn more, you can Google uh, Zoom whitening uh, or Philips and you'll find the system there. And uh, it's been around a while. It's been proven to be very successful. Dr. Rads is a brilliant educator, and he's done lots of webinars for Viva Learning. Thank you for that, Dr. Rads. And hopefully we'll have you on a podcast or a webinar soon. And uh, in the meantime, Happy New Year. Stay safe, and thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure as always, Phil. Thanks for having me.